Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bob Lab. I'm Nate, here with Jason. Yes, sir. And today, we're going to be talking about the state of the Sox and what they can do to possibly make the playoffs at the end of the season. So, first off, we want to say that this is our last episode um, before we go off to college. You know, it's that time of year. And, yeah, Nate, you want to say anything before we get started? Yeah, I mean, I feel like... Season three's been a great ride. I mean, Jason's found some awesome guys, you know, to join our show, like Jeff, Jeremy, Derek, probably some other guys I don't even know. But um, yeah, I mean, like, we started this podcast with just me and Jason, you know, talking to each other about baseball right next to each other. And this is going to be the last episode where that's going to be the case for a while. So um, Uh, me and you, at least. Yeah, but I think I'll continue it. Yeah, I know, but that. That's the point. Like, you know, we yeah. started this podcast with just me and Jason talking about baseball, like, you know, like at his house or my house, just right next to each other. And yeah, this will be the last episode for a while with that being the case. So I feel like it's, you know, a pretty fitting end to season three as, you know, this has been a very long season of almost 50 episodes. But yeah, I mean, it's been fun. It's been a blast. Like, talking about baseball with my best friend and, you know, and the other guys that he's been able to get. So. It's just been a pleasure, and yeah, he goes off to college. You go off to college tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, Jason. We're so recording good. this on the twenty-first of August, so I'll be leaving for college tomorrow and less yeah. than twenty-four hours. Um, so. yeah, good luck, Jason. Keep being you. I think you'll accomplish. Likewise, great see you at Endicott College. Yep. Um, yeah, Jason's going to Syracuse, and um, yeah, I, I, I have a couple more days. I leave on the twenty-sixth, but yeah, like so. Back to the Red Sox. I mean, it seems that with anything regarding this team, it's been a mixed bag. And that's just about what I can say about this team in terms of how they've been playing since the deadline. Yeah, it's been it's been typical Red Sox bullshit for a lot of it too. You win three, lose three, win that's been that's been the theme of this team. I mean James, And we we've made we haven't made an episode since um late July since Well with me and Jason. With me and you, yeah. Since after the Atlanta series where they were coming off a one, two, three, four, almost a five game win streak, and then they proceed to lose um what, seven out of eight. Yeah, and then since then, I think since losing seven of eight, well since losing um yeah, like getting swept by the Toronto, they've been nine and four. So yeah. Good old, I mean, deep peak Red Sox right here. I mean, I think their record since the trade deadline, I mean, you know, they're um, 9-4-10. I think they're 10-7, and seven, which is, you know, just about right for this team. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's been, it's definitely been a roller coaster as per usual at this point. And I really feel like, you know, this team's impossible to predict. I feel like this is truly a team where you can't just say the season's over because, out of nowhere, they'll win a series against a team that they probably should be getting beaten by. You know, typical. And they and they lose, and then they lose against a team that they should be winning by. You know, winning against typical Red Sox bullshit. Um, you lose two out of three to the Washington Nationals, who, to their credit, have been playing decent baseball, but by no means should be that bad. Um, by no means should be a team that we lose so, a series yes. against. And especially yeah. after winning the first game. That always drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with you. The, the, the third game was terrible, even though we... It's like, well, now the offense is coming to life. 
but you're down. But your pitching is making you in this big. And hole. you want to know what? And you want to know a, a, what played a big role in that loss? You know, bad a defense. bad start. Well, and a bad start by Chris Sale. Well, more like I know a bad start by Chris Sale due to not being a hundred percent. Which I feel like I feel like that loss is a good way of showing how. Look, the trade deadline wasn't the worst thing ever, but like. I'm a little I'm a little annoyed that they didn't get any type of pitching, starting pitching specifically. I, agree. I feel like there would have there were some guys on the market that, you know, we wouldn't have had to give up like, you know, super highly touted prospects for. And I just feel like I, I don't really love the situation. I don't like the situation our starting pitching is in at all. Like, you know, even with guys coming back, well, like look, they're not gonna be close to hundred percent when they come back. That's just how it is. And um I feel like we need to have, you know, a cushion by getting someone at the deadline, and I'm just kind of f- still frustrated that they didn't. I mean, some solid pitch starting pitching would inc- would help your bullpen too because then you, you're able to put guys in the starting rotation now. And, I mean, look, and they're healthy. Like you said, and Sale's still not 100%. He's still trying to get back to his normal starter. How many times have we said that? Too many. Too many times, but that's. But I digress. That's a discussion for another day. You know, um, yeah. This deadline, as Trevor Story would say, I guess it's a mini trade deadline, which I don't really know how to feel about that. Speaking of Trevor Story, um, I gotta say, like you know, I kind of like what I've been seeing from him. I think the first two games he looked terrible at the plate, but you know, he's starting to find it a bit more since. And but also the most, the most important thing though is his defense. He's making good plays. He's looking like a legit athlete there. He's looking like a guy who should be playing that position and who has the poise to play that position and not someone who shouldn't be playing that position. And it's just very refreshing to see. What about the bat, though? The bat, I think the the bat, I mean, I'll tell you, it's better than Yu Chang because, you know, he can hit something other than fastballs. And two, I mean, I've been seeing... I feel like after those first two games, like I, I, it's been better, and I feel like you know he can be, he can get himself up to respectability by the end of the season. I think that's he's capable of that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm willing to sacrifice offense for defense for shortstop, especially considering that the Red Sox offense is one of the better in ba- all of baseball, while their defense is basic is quite simply the worst or it's bottom three. Terrible. No, it, it was it's been terrible. A lot of it was because of bad shortstop defense committed by some player who's on the Dodgers who's actually playing third base for them now. I'm not kidding. Kike Hernandez was playing third base for the Dodgers. Wow. Um, who, who we will be seeing on Friday? Anyways, yeah. Um, it's it's refreshing to have Story back, and we're all, all the guys who, at the start of the season, a lot of the guys who were hurt, or got hurt midseason. They're coming back now at a good time. And, you know, I'm going to allude back to your point earlier. This team is never out of it as much as we want to feel that way. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, and I think it's impossible because it's like, okay, they, they what if they lose four in a row in terrible fashion, look like crap, but, like, I can't say the season's over because they're just going to win five of the next six. It's crazy. I mean, it's funny. My dad sent me an article. I I didn't read it, but I saw the title. And it's like, you know, as much as they lacked consistency, the title was literally, as as much as they've lacked consistency, the Red Sox keep it interesting. They are. And you look at their... Their play against garbage teams, which I am pissed off about. It's gotten better. It has gotten better, but, like, really only in a technical... But in a... But, yeah, I mean, but, like... 
in a technical sense, it has gone better because, look, in that in the homestand, which started off bad with a sweep against Toronto, they did their job against Detroit and Kansas City by winning 5-7. of seven. But I will say at the same time, with that being said, like, you know, especially in the Kansas City series, they didn't look terribly impressive. Like, I no. mean, the Kansas City series, like, the first game was the, mo- was the squeakiest 6-2 win I've ever seen because, one... They were only up 2-0, then they blew it to make it 2-2, and then, you know, Pablo, Pablo, Pablo hit a grand slam with the game tied after, for them. After a bad ball four call. Oh, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, literally, basically, full count to Luis Urias, um, check swing, and they appealed to the uh, to, to the umpire, and apparently he didn't go, but if you look at the replay, he clearly went. That game should have gone to extra innings. Same with the third game of that series, because um, there was a catcher's interference in that game, and that caused the Reds, and that basically caused the Red Sox to score an unearned run. So that's another game that should have gone to extra innings. And the one loss in that series was a game where they looked terrible. Oh, it was a bad loss. And then I didn't watch the the Detroit series, but the Detroit series was better. But even that series had a stinker in game two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but you, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I just look back. The National series was awful. Um, but here's the thing: they've kind of saved it with the Yankees series, where they absolutely dominated. And I predicted this. I'm like, what? They're gonna lose two out of three of the Nationals, and then they're gonna sweep the Yankees. That's what I said after the National Series. Keep in mind the Yankees have been playing like garbage lately. They're out of it. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah, speaking of, how about we pull up the standings? I want to see how many how many games back are the Red Sox from that third wild card. From the third wild card, the Red Sox right now are three. Three games back? Yeah, they're still But it, it's getting interesting. Um, it's getting very interesting. Um, the wild card race, Tampa Bay's five I mean, they just lost one. They're basically five games ahead of the third wild card, and they're four and a half ahead of the second, which is held by Houston. Things are getting really heated in the AL West. Um, basically, the Rangers have only a three-game lead over the Seattle Mariners, who are in third place, and they very dramatically have won six in a row and swept the Houston Astros in Houston. So. That was definitely quite surprising when I saw that, and the, the Red Sox play the Astros tonight. So, yeah, things are getting really interesting with these playoff races, and, you know, the Red Sox still hang in there. They, they still hang in there. And the Yankees have dropped to nine games back. So They look like they're out of it. Mm-hmm. So do the Angels, who went all in at the deadline. It's wild. That's mm-hmm. going to haunt them in the end. But it's become, it truly has become... It could become a four-team race. Right now, it's a three-team race, but if Tampa Bay keeps losing, and if the Red Sox beat Tampa Bay, hoo-hoo, man, it's going to be a very close Yeah, and race. the Red Sox see a lot of Tampa Bay in September. I mean, I think their schedule, they play a lot of the division in September. I mean, but wow. They it's, play six times. Wow, pretty challenge. Wow, this or is a five very, time. this is not an easy schedule in September. They get Tampa Bay and Baltimore well, back. Well, Kansas to, City, so they get, after the crazy stretch with the Houston Astros and Dodgers. They get Kansas, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay isn't as good as they were before, but they're, but they're still they're Tampa still a, They're still a good the team, and it's at the Trop, and the Red Sox, I think, have only won one game against them so far. And then they play Baltimore. That's a very good team. Gets a little easier with the Yankees. But then Toronto at Rogers Center, then Texas, then Tampa Bay again, and Baltimore for four to end the series. So, I mean, yeah, like... 
the like this this month of September is really going to be quite something, and it could really come down to the wire. I think I'm going to Rogers Center. Nah, I don't know because I'll be in Syracuse. Me kind of near Toronto. Yeah, Not really. But anyways, off topic. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough September. Yeah. That's why. That's why I said every game matters. I mean, early on. The, the, I mean, I feel like we keep saying this, but like these next ten games are pivotal. I mean, because the Astros are kind of a team that we're chasing in the wild card right now. The Dodgers are a solid team, so I mean. Like, they kind of really need to have a winning record in this set of 10. If they kind of struggle a bit, go 4-6, and 3-7, and seven, we could be in big trouble, especially since seven of the games are against a team that we're chasing in the standings. Hmm, I'm looking at numbers. Whoa. Oops. Um, yeah. Uh, so tonight, August, 30, August 21st, Paxton... Versus Christian Javier. Paxton hasn't had his good stuff. Really, since hasn't the been the same break. since the All-Star break. Christian Javier, w- w- is he their ace? I don't think. No, it's Valdez. Um, well, I mean. I'm going to look at it. Ooh. Oh, sorry. Well, you can just click on his name on the schedule. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, it's, I know he's not great. Oh, he's been, he's actually kind of been struggling a bit this year. His ERA at home's 319, so not okay. terrible. I mean, it seems that he's a better pitcher at home, so. Yeah, it will be interesting to see, but uh, yeah, like um, what what else is new? What what else have we been seeing lately from the Red Sox? Um, I guess Pablo Jer- Reyes. Yeah, Pablo Reyes. Yeah, he's kind of emerged a little bit. He had that big walk off. He's been hitting. You know, he's been getting some hits pretty well. I think he's kind of like you know, as a second baseman, I feel like he's solid. Honestly, second baseman, platoon shortstop for Story. Yeah, yeah, I feel like. That role, I think, is one that he plays well. I think he's a solid player for what he is, if that's going to be what he is. So, yeah, I kind of I like Reyes. Um, Tristan Casas has continued raking. Um, Rafi had a, bit, had a nice series in, at the Bronx, which, you know, he did face Garrett Cole, so that helps. But, I mean, he had been struggling a little bit before the Yankees series, so that's great. Um, Jaron Duran, I think it's been a bit of a struggle for him lately. And now he had a bit of a silly injury. Can you explain that to me again, Jason? Apparently he, like, hurt his left toe climbing the wall after the Glaber Torres home run, which was gone. Yep. It was one of those I mean, pointless climbing the wall freak injuries. Yeah, it's kind of one of but those... But apparently they said he's going to be fine. Yeah, but it's kind of one of those injuries where when you hear someone tell you it, you kind of can't really keep a straight face. So let's hope that he's fine because, look, I mean... I love Jaron Duran. I feel like he's a player that can add so much. So I hope he can sort of adjust. I think he, I hope he can adjust to the league adjusting to him yet again. He's shown that he's able to do that again, do that before, and I think he's capable because I think it's he's really a different player this year. So you know it's a baseball season. You're gonna struggle a bit. So yeah, I think Jaron Duran should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Costas is back in the lineup today. I think the lineup card's out. Let me see. Um, the lineup card for tonight, um, the 21st is out. I'm going to go put it up right now. Um, I think Verdugo's going to be in the leadoff spot if Duran's not. Yeah, Duran's not in the lineup Ooh, today. And by the way, Verdugo's down to like the low 270s. It's just... He's not... They should trade him in the offseason. Yeah, I still stand by that. We'll he, talk. He, Verdugo hasn't really shown much improvement since the deadline. I think he's been okay, but like... Not good enough. So Verdugo, Devers, Yoshida, Casas, um, one through four. Oh, speaking of, like the whole, I mean, like 
Speaking of, like, another thing with Verdugo was this whole... This was during the Blue Jays series with this whole controversy of him getting benched because he was showing up late. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that just kind of sort of sours the mood, like, even more with Verdugo, and that kind of just makes me think that maybe the Red Sox should move on from him. Like, I think so. Um, I mean, like, I don't blame Cora, but just, like, it, it's just not good. And stories I feel in like, yeah. stories I feel in the like he tonight. needs to change his scenery, you know? So, stories out of the lineup. No, he's in the lineup. Okay. So what so, is the lineup? So Verdugo right field, Devers third base, Yoshida left field, Casas first base, Duvall center field, Story DH makes sense. Pablo Reyes shortstop, Reese McGuire catcher, and Luis Urias at second base, and James Paxton starting. Kind of like a kind of like our weaker. I would say that's sort of one of our weaker lineups, but that's kind of bound to happen. That's our. That's the best. That's the best lineup we have. One of them. Mm. I don't know. I feel I feel like that's on the weaker end. I gotta say, especially with Louis, with our up the middle combination of Luis Urias and Pablo Reyes, who are you know at the end of the day utility guys. And but Turner's been hurt. He's he has a lingering heel injury, which he's gonna play through. Yeah, that but guy. He deserves a day off. Yeah, he, he's a trooper, Turner. True, Turner. I mean, all he does is hit. All he does is come through. I love Turner. I I, I mean, like maybe we won't get him back next season because. Um, he is of only his one-year deal and maybe his injury, but I've loved what he's provided for this team this year. I mean, he's just truly been a pleasant surprise. I agree. Um, enough said. I, I I hate to see him go. Good clubhouse presence. He's our most consistent hitter, I think. Um, MVP of the team, Justin Turner, in my opinion. He's been he's been very clutch. I think him. I don't know. Is Verdugo gonna? Do you think Verdugo will have Omegas on Strato? I know Turner's gonna. Omegas on outs. On outs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Has Verdugo been that clutch? He's hit a couple of big home runs, but I gotta say, I feel like neither. I feel like there would just be no Omegas at all for him. I feel like someone who would have a lot of Omegas on hits would be Devers. I feel like in on big, hits and Connor Wong. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, Devers. My dad, kind of, my dad was talking about this when we were just watching the game the other day, and he kind of summed it up perfectly. As productive as Devers has been this year, there's been a bit of a lack of rhythm at the plate. Like, you know, he obviously the average is down, so the consistency's down a bit. And I just feel like in big situations, like, he just puts in a garbage at-bat where he swings at the first pitch and pops up. And I feel like that's kind of been a lingering issue with him all season. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Devers owns the Yankees, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, that, that was definitely a big thing. So, like, with Devers, we we should def- we definitely need a C, especially since he's facing the Astros, who I feel like are a team that kind of have his number. Remember when they threw him only fastballs? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see with Devers. Um, like, how's the pitching been? Like, you know, how— For the I, Red Sox? Yeah, I mean, like— Solid. I mean, I gotta say, the bullpen's been doing its job. When this team has a lead— you're, we're gonna win. Like that. I've, uh, Schreiber how had a fucking. He he gave up the. Okay, it was a Yankee Stadium home run to Volpe. Mm-hmm. It was definitely. I mean, oh yeah. By the way, the third game against the Yankees, I, I couldn't watch it because I was work, but I saw the highlights. Insane. It was nuts. insane. Like you know, Greg so Allen. Greg, Greg. Oh yeah. Like I was. I was surprised it was still going on because like I think it was over three hours, which obviously oh, with yeah. pi- obviously with the pitch clock, that's a really long game. 
Um, but yeah, like I remember seeing the highlights in the bottom of the ninth inning. I mean, Greg Allen came literal inches away from tying the game up with a home run. There was also this crazy play at the plate where the Yankees could have tied it up there. So there were basically two instances where the Yankees were inches away from scoring a run and probably winning the game. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to say? I think, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, like, I just, I think that's kind of, I mean, like, this is a bit of a shorter episode, but um, I think, like, you know, there kind of really isn't as much to say about this team. I mean, like, because it's been a you know, it's been a roller coaster for them, and, you know, since the deadline, I think they, they've basically been 10-7, and 7, which is a little bit above 500. I mean, they remain in it, and they're kind of in the same position at, even though it's been almost a month since you and I made an episode, they're kind of in the same position as they were before. Yeah, they're still lurking, and this series will be pivotal, and I want meaningful baseball in September, and I think this stretch will determine if we'll get that. Yeah, I mean, it really will, because seven games against a team that we're trying to chase. So, yeah, I mean, I think this will be the last time I say this for a while. That's a wrap, and go Sox. Yep, go Sox.